Hello, everyone. So it's my pleasure to welcome you all here to this um, poetry showcase. I'm really, really excited about this event. I've been looking forward to it since the festival started. My name is Chloe Garner. I'm the artistic director of the festival. And it's also my pleasure to thank Arts Council England for their support of the festival and also our local sponsor, Amcor. Uh, we're really grateful for their support. So I'm now going to hand over to Curly, who is going to host this event. So let's give him a round of applause. Thank you so much, Chloe. So my name is Curly. I'm a performance poet based in Birmingham, but I also do lots of work in schools all around, all around the UK, hence me being here today. Um, one of my amazing kind of experiences that I've had recently, uh, aside from performing in the Albert Hall, aside from meeting really famous people, has been meeting these guys here um, from John Maysfield uh, High School. Um, they've all been on a fantastic poetic journey. Uh, I've been very fortunate to be their kind of like mentor for a few days, um, spread out over a number of months. Uh, and just seeing their progress from beginning, from page to stage. Uh, and if people are filming this, then it'd be like the digital age as well included. So that'd be really cool too. Um, yeah, so uh, also a big welcome to our uh, For Your Young Poets as well. Can give them a round of applause? Who will be hearing uh, as well throughout the evening too. So we're going to have a smattering of different poets. Um, we're going to have some groups, some solos, some Young Foyle, some John Maysfield. And it's a bit nice mixture of poetry this evening. You are all here for poetry this evening, aren't you? Cool, 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 because I think the Punch and Judy tent was somewhere around that way. But, you know, so uh, um, without further ado, we're going to get started very, very shortly, but I just want to make sure that everyone in the audience is kind of awake, alert. I know it's like a Friday afternoon, kind of late, you know, sunset coming and whatnot. So this is a quick little um, word activity to get you thinking a little bit about words. I'm going to make it a little bit competitive as well. So you got you guys on the left over here. Can you guys make some noise? <laughs> They're alive, they're alive, there's a pulse over there. How about you guys over here? Can you make some noise? <laughs> Excellent. So, quick little opposites game. I'm going to see which side can respond the quickest and the loudest. You have to say the opposite word of what I say. For instance, if I say left, then you'd say? Hi. Cool. If I said hi, you'd say? Hello. All right. If I said sneeze, you'd say? A chew. Bless you. Cough. Yeah, cough, cough. There we go. Okay, here we go. Let's test this out then. You ready, Ledbury? Here we go. If I say in, then you say in. In. If I say whisper, you say whisper. Whisper. If I say left, then you say left. Left. Check you guys out. I'm going to have to speed this up then. Here we go. You ready? If I say in, then you say in. In. If I say whisper, you say whisper. If I say left, then you say left. Left. If I say day, you say day. Day. If I say good, you say good, good. If I say happy, you say happy, happy. If I say on, you say on, on. If I say sneeze, you say sneeze, sneeze. If I say hi, you say hi, hi. If I say fast, you say fast, fast. If I say cold, you say cold, cold. If I say start, you say stop, go, finish. Whichever one. Give yourselves a big massive round of applause. Well done. Okay, so 
Uh, other thing we've got to sort out is levels of rounds of applause. So can you give me a, like a level four round of applause? Very posh, very Ledbury, very crickety, very nice, okay. So imagine now you hear something that makes your jaw drop, some amazing words, some amazing line, some amazing gesture that just gets your heart racing and, uh, and pulsating uh, for the love of poetry. You heard, you heard that? What sort of noise are you going to make? About nine. Excellent. Wicked, wicked. Okay. So if we keep them applause levels and round them common ranges, that'd be really, really nice. So without further ado, with these amazing young people that have set out to amaze me, let's first welcome our first poet to the stage, and her name is Katie. We hope to see you again, they say, with smiles on their faces and hands outstretched, ready to be shaken. The people who allow dreams to become reality. They know how hard you've worked for this to happen. It rains and it pours, but tomorrow, you hope, the sun will shine as bright as your future will. Now you're successful. Your hands are tucked inside your pockets or constantly filling with your hair or the steering wheel while you compose yourself. You got the job, they say when they call the day after. And today the sun shines and it's pizza for dinner and they pierce the previous darkness with colour, and the loudness is subito, a birth of something incredible and successful, and you don't have to hope anymore, because your dreams have been achieved. Amazing, Katie. Great start to the show. Thank you so much for that lovely poem. So, our next crew... Words can be hard or really, really chewy. Let's make some noise for Ben, Louise, Akil, and Louie. Okay. All I wish to the down to hope, I lose my hope, I run like hope. I write my feelings on a note, my truth is deeper than a moat. In my friendship groups, I tell the truth. I let my actions serve as proof. The truth changes. Every second, every hour, we can smell the truth in a flower. The truth can taste very sour. The truth can rise us as tall as a tower. Fake news only smells like a trunk. It can eat you hard and leave with a bump. These, These are, are the, the vision and eyes of youth standing up for honesty and standing up for truth. Wow, incredible start, guys. Well done, our first ensemble there as well. Um, so you, these guys will come all equipped with te high-tech gadgets and whatnot, so if you pass them over to our next crew, that'd be amazing. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, with poems, with words that might make your eyes all misty, let's make some noise for our next amazing poet, and her name is Trixie. <laughs> Woo! I live between Germany and England. I'm known as no man's land. My body tingles as every body fell. It was like being trapped in hell. As every drop of red blood dripped, my soul and body felt torn and ripped. I've seen some soldiers last sunset, a sadness image I will never forget. I have sleepless nights and shattered dreams of soldiers' sighs and soldiers' dreams. I see the poppies growing strong. This war has been on for far too long. 
our themes are quite broad this evening, but all very meaningful and poignant, from politics to visions, hopes, uh, soldiers' lives. Wow, fantastic, fantastic range. Thank you so much. much. So, uh, for our first foil young poet, I'm sure her words are so sweet, sometimes her words might be sour, but please make some noise for a foil young poet, and her name is Phoebe Power. <laughs> soon-to-be accountant. Reflections to rely on in his new job. Sets of suits and clear surfaces. Pairs of socks in black and black. Vehicular ease. Swivel chairs. Wrapped sandwiches and selfies secure and hairless, you may be sure of it. Cards slide out, regular payment. Her legs on screens, duplicated. You look good in black and white. Weapons, with which she threatens him. Her tongue, kissing him all over. Hands on his lovely, long hands. His own beautiful hands hurt him. Her purple-coloured self that goes and grows with this mirrored body. I just find you attractive. Get the payment, slide the card in. Black lingerie and depend on it. Bronzer, no hair, wrapped. Sandwich, swivel chair, socks, suit, surface. She's gone. No picture to play. Wiped memory. <coughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't, I don't normally come to poetry readings and feel old, um, but um, I'm 26, which is old for a foil young poet. Um, so all you guys at the front, you've got to enter the Foil Young Poets Award because it's going to close at the end of the month in July. Um, maybe you know this, but enter your poems, okay, because they want to read them. Okay, I'm going to uh, read another poem about school friends. Isis and Maria. Isis doesn't like that her name sounds like the terrorist group. Isis, from Colombia, speaks Espanol, will not 15, cause she will Peter Pan. The only girl in soft grey sweatpants in the art class brushes <coughs> a wave shape blue, violet, green, while the other kids draw in pencil first, a fish, a plant, a boat. Maria 
loves Isis. Maria needs friends. She dominates a friendship. Let's go shopping. Isis is so funny, girl. Both don't speak so good German, but are good in English and understand all. Maria. At this school, I don't learn anything. They just give us work and we don't must do it. At my last school, the teachers stand at the front. We take notes, we learn something. My mother come first from Croatia for one year. Then we all come. I live in a hotel five minutes. I don't like live in the hotel because I don't can see my friends in my house. Isis has next week a party, pajama party. We play games, talk, maybe go shopping, I don't know. It's really good. Reading. Thank you so much, Phoebe. Can we give Phoebe another big round of applause, please? Well done. Okay, so yes, as Phoebe, Phoebe outlined there, you know, uh, the older ones in the room, the older poets, the ones to aspire towards, you guys are early on in your journeys. As uh, Anyone else in the audience kind of just starting out their journey writing, having a go? Or will you all experience pros out there? A few, oh, okay, mum nudging there, couple nudges there. Yeah, okay. So um, when, it when it came to poetry at school, how did you find it being taught in school? Did you love it in school or did you find it probably put you kind of off? If, you put it, if, it, if poetry in school was being taught in a way where you thought it was boring, uh, can you put your hands in the air? A few people there. Oh, brave people. Yes, yes, okay. And was it later on in life you found poetry is something actually much more engaging and... Yeah, yeah, cool, interesting. So it's experiences like this, coming to things like this, that can really broaden your experiences and actually change your mind and perception on things, which is fantastic. Okay, enough of my ramblings. Um, yeah, so some more poems, some amazing ones to share. Please make some noise, please, for Angie, Ruby, Lily, and Bear. <laughs> Woo! hope even the happiest struggle to cope so when you fall I'll throw you a rope I am truth we all need truth there's no space to be obtuse I am I am freedom listen to me broke your mind set your thoughts on free I am choice inside everyone is a voice to speak your heart speak your mind are you who controls your fate you've yet to find we are angered for those who can keep us inside because of sexuality, race or pride. You need truth about freedom. Truth about choice. To think of me always. You all deserve a voice. To expand your minds to others. Fight for us and you shall see. The future is bright and hopeful, full of truth and equality. Amazing, amazing. Some nice little demonstrations of how different uh, we can perform and share poems. Some nice melody and rhyme there, some polyvocals going on, so some really nice technical things going on there, so well done. Mrs. Baker, you've really done a great job here getting these young people ready. So well done, well done, well done. <laughs> All right then, so 
Uh, our next uh, poet song, uh, John Maysfield. Um, they're going to come up to the stage, going to be great and say their words nice and loud and clear. Please make some noise, please, for Victoria and Maria. Woo! This is a story about anxiety that we need less in our society. Some people deal with a lot of stress, but they try and they do their best. Being in alleyways and crowded spaces can leave marks and scars and insidious places. When we're stressed, we can turn to art. A pen and paper can color our hearts. Pop, rap and classical become something very magical. Deep, dark thoughts are lifted up with sports. Sometimes our families can teach us what to believe. They can see our goals and what we try to achieve. If, you're fi if the fire in your soul is altruistic, you can see the optimistic. Truth is dependent on us having trust. If it penetrates our soft hearts through the hard pounds of crust, what's important to me is love and loyalty. Truth is woven in threads of honesty. This is a story about anxiety. How to manage, how to be free. Excellent, well done ladies. I have to say, um, when I first went to John Maysfield School, um, there was lots of people who were very, very excited about the prospect of getting involved. As we got closer towards the actual final sessions, there were some people that were getting really, really nervous and anxious and apprehensive. And it's just such a joy for me to see already just how far they've come since then, uh, even during my last session. So Miss, big massive credit to you for giving them some space and time, uh, extra belief and support. So can we give Miss a big round of applause here at the front as well? So, Miss Emma Baker, uh, literacy consultant, con recruitment services, uh, confidence boosting. So, anyone needs some support, mentoring, coming up to the stage, she's the lady to speak to. You got your cards tonight, Miss? You got your cards? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. To help us set us free and help our emotions to escape, I believe in this next poet, and her name is Faith. Okay. <laughs> There we were, just my shadow and I, swinging on the swings, watching the world go by. Looking down at my shadow, a silhouette in the meadow. Something about it looked peculiar. I knew it was my shadow, but it looked like a stranger. I lifted my hand, yet my shadow did not. It's as if the shape was starting to rot. Slowly but surely, it started to fade. And then it was gone, like it was its fate. To disappear and leave me lonely, as if it wanted me to suffer slowly. I waited on the swings for hours that day. But then my heart started to decay. I know those stories, the ones you're all used to. You think everything ends happy, and that's the issue. Some of the time, you just have to deal with endings being sad and endings being real. 
Very well done there, Faith. Very poignant message of acceptance there. Well done. Fantastic. Fantastic. Okay. So, um, okay. So our next group of amazing John Macefield poets. Uh, can I hear some words that are really robust and hearty to help hit the point dead on the bullseye is Josh, Ellie, and Archie. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Okay. So Josh, Ellie, and Archie, if you want to make your way to the front. These are our words about our condition. Listen to our voices and listen to our vision. There's so much that affects our reality. We need to pull together, together like gravity. We're voices of the future concerned about pollution. Listen to our voices and carry the solution. Together you'll find we can build honesty working towards a useful policy. Seeking truth helps fight domination, helps avoid total manipulation. Here on Earth, things are getting drastic. How about we just get rid of plastic? The vast current swirling underwater is a dire. Getting rid of plastic islands is our desire. But ice steps melt before our very eyes. Drowning in plastic isn't so wise. Let's put in policies that ensure we recycle. Its change is vital to our survival. These, These are, are our words, words about our condition. condition. Listen, listen to our voices, listen, listen to our vision. Amazing. Can we give those guys another big, massive round of applause? Okay. So, um, when I first walked in, this young person gave me a big grin. Please make some noise for our foil young poet, and her name is Lucy Finn. Make some noise. Uh, so hi everyone, my name's Lucy. Um, I'm an 18-year-old foil young poet from London, and it's really nice to be able to be here today and read to you. So I'm gonna read three poems. And the first one is called Grandma, which is about my granny who went a bit crazy later in her life. So grandma. Firm, she grips my hand after Sunday lunch and draws me to the bench at the bottom of the garden, whispering quick. These people are driving me crazy, while I try not to think about the irony. There, she talks to the cat, calls it the name of her last cat, tells me how the milkman never comes, once and then again. She asks me about her husband six years gone, tells me how hard he's been working recently. I watch the trees, think how they look like women praying for things they will never have. Think how strange that this was once the woman who could lift me with paper brown arms, who harvested men's hearts with the ease she now forgets a name. Because what is a name if she knows someone by their colour? I am a forest green, she whispers, like it is a secret she can hide only beneath her tongue. She doesn't believe I am her granddaughter, but holds me close anyway. Teaches me that learning to hold is sometimes more necessary than being held. I draw the trees with my toes, remind her it's time to go. But she's far away, distant, Somewhere where the amount remembered equals the amount forgotten. Um, yeah. And the next one I'm going to read was actually the one that um, came in the top 15 for FOIL in 2017. And it's called The Parents' Anniversary, and it was just written for my parents. Um, so, The Parents' Anniversary. That on the last day of July, my father would tell the story of how they had met. So young in photos I once saw of an 80s, blurred with brain and home haircuts. How easily she had made her impression and left it there. That years later, he would follow her to pulsing cities and countries now close to the rest of the world. 
that they would marry, dress each other in light, a day so hot that sand could boil to glass. She, a striped cat who purrs, he, a tamed bear. That they could repeat these words, a little different year by year, but by the same stellate night, that he could sleep in the fourth chamber of her heart and stay there and stay there. Um. Yeah, so um, the For Your Young Poet deadline is at the end of this month, as Phoebe mentioned, and you guys should really enter because some of the poems we've been hearing tonight are just fantastic, so please do that. It's open for 11 to 17-year-olds, and you can enter as a class as well, um, and it's completely free. You can enter as many poems as you like, and if you have any more questions, then just feel free to come and speak to Helen at the end. We're sitting over there, yeah. <laughs> so this is my last poem, and it's called Pompeii, and it's about... Um, a visit to that city, yeah. Pompeii. Even the stitching of the ground can be loosened when pulled. The city sleeps within our sleep, quiet, as if treading water, a world that can be held beneath the glass for all its stillness. In the shadow of the volcano's song, the night swallows day with the grace of a looping surf, tongues the silence into sound. Tonight, I forget my own name, dream of a burning house I do not recognize. A star falls somewhere, and the sea is barely bruised, its waves too distant to drink the flames. That all the city had left to offer was a haze of fireflies, haloing the sky. They hand back our scars, broken, fly over a pair of lovers, imprinted in the tangled dust. Thank you. Wow, I'm sure you agree with me so far. The level of poetry, the quality, the words, the delivery, um, the journey has been quite special this evening. I'm feeling the goose pimples on my hand right now. Um, I mean, even for you guys, as the four young poets offering mentorship and advice and support for these young people, um, even for you guys, I suppose you're looking at uh, the people that inspire you next. And in fact, uh, I understand after this particular session, we've got none other than Caroline Duffy, uh, who's going to be sharing this hall as well. So you guys are sharing this space, this place, this time, this moment with greatness. Uh, and I hope it's a day for you all to remember and for everyone else in the audience too. It's pretty special. All right, so, all right, so moving on back to, uh, uh, I feel like a DJ, a poetry DJ. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, gonna mix these guys in, okay. Um, gonna, <laughs> yes, I'm like a DJ with this poetic lyrical fix. Let's hear some poetry now from Liam and Alex. <laughs> hey. Truth is strong and it brings power, spreads round people like petals on a flower. Without truth, there's manipulation, no truth leads to domin no, wait. And no truth leads to domination. The seeds of truth need watering with hope so they can grow on people and help them cope. Each of us has a sense in truth. To understand each other, we also need proof. Some truths are blocked by walls and Trump sucks out facts like he's a pump. There's a mix of tricks in politics and the media makes false truth that sticks. These are the visions and voices of the youth, speaking out for honesty, searching out the truth. Amazing, amazing. 
Um, voices, visions, virtues, values, it's all happening here tonight. Um, okay, right, making our big deposit down at the Poetry Bank. Let's make some noise for our next poet, and his name is Frank. Can you make some noise, please, for young Frank? I want to speak for everyone. Don't be mad over Brexit. It's simple. We can either stay or we can exit. We should come together. We should form a unity. Maybe you should think, instead of all the scrutiny, some of you are protesting before you knew about climate change. I think you need the facts. I think you need to rearrange. Everybody's worried about kids getting stabbed. We've got to make sure it's the right people getting grabbed. And we should probably make sure the building's getting cl clad. People pushing people off their bikes like, are you mad? I hate it when you misuse statistics. Need more police on the streets willing to risk it. Now our bikes getting nicked and our parents going ballistic. I, need to, I want to speak for everyone, don't be mad at each other. I think we need to stop, I think we all need to recover. Yeah, so one of the things about young people is that they can be really, really shy when it comes to really positive things. So, um, so Frank, can you just come up here a second? Just one more time, just one more time. You've got to learn how to do this, bro. You've got to learn how to take applause, man, because I think you're going to be hearing a lot of it in the future. So if you just turn around. So after three, all these amazing, wonderful, smiling faces and people are going to put their hands together just for you one more time. So can I have one more big round of applause? Take a bow, bro. Amazing. Well done, Frank. Thank you so much for coming back up as well. And thank you all for being so kind and generous as well uh, for all our performers this evening. Um, so, right, so we seem to be um, really going through this list here. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of a, I mean, okay. Um, uh <laughs> oh yeah, with words to keep you calm at a moment where you might feel angry. Let's hear some angelic words that are gonna come from Angie. Words work in mysterious ways, like a maze. They take us to beautiful places, excite the senses, but words can be stretched and folded no matter what the expense is. Words can be whispered. Words can be yelled. They can tell you you succeeded. They can tell you, you failed, but words won't shoot me down tonight. They won't infect my brain like parasites and take my sight. In the dictionary, words are useless letters inscripted with ink. But when modelled to life, they make you think. When you're running high, praise is most delicious, but your taste buds can tingle when the pronunciation's vicious. 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 Tonight, I will stack my words like a spine that holds my head up high, for I will climb my speech till I reach the sky, so sit tight. My words are my firelight.
words are like firelight. Amazing, amazing. Can I have another round of applause, please, for Angie? Incredible. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. So, um, we have our... Um, uh, Chloe, I don't know, I'm not too sure about this, because I think we're ahead of schedule here. Um, are you quite happy with where we're at the moment? It's quite... Yeah? Smashing, smashing. Okay, cool. All right, brilliant. <laughs> so, I'm um, glad if you're happy, I'll get paid and I'll be fine and I'll be happy. I'm only joking. I'm only. <laughs> yeah, doing a poetry gig and not getting paid is something that you're all bound to dread, but never fear, because Mukha uh, Muk Hang, Limbu, and Georgie Woodhead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, rubbish introduction, but guys, can we give these amazing young poets an amazing round of applause, please? Oh, sorry, are you performing by yourself? Pardon? Are you performing by yourself? Yes. Oh, so it's a George's last Ah, uh, right, right. <laughs> um, so, hi, my name is Mecca Hang, and I'm another four young poet. Um, I'm just going to bore you with three poems that I'm going to read tonight. Um, so the first one is called um, When I Came From Nepal, and it was the one that won as a competition. Uh, when I came from Nepal, as I clutched my suitcase, thick, hot sweat built up in the slits of my palms, which shook holding its cool metal brace. We walked into day winds, thick as dried-out paint on unwashed brown canvases. The sky was painted daffodil yellow, the floor was a dirty grey. There was a metal bird, an array of fear fearful forgotten paint. I smell the iron rust of the municipal gardens, the sour tang of home still sits on the tip of my tongue like the zest of sweet citrus fizzing. I did not know of grey gravel roads or the bright buzzing of scarlet cars. I did not know of lonely red-bricked houses, gazing strangers standing next to next, military officers in endless rows. I did not know of silence in the streets or the secret whispers on the buses or the sly gestures of restaurants. In this place where I did not know, the things I did not know embraced me in ways I didn't know. Um, so the second poem I'm going to read to you is about uh, my dad, um, and this was commended in 2017 for Four Young Poets, um, which you should all apply for, definitely. I think there's some talent in this room, and I'm frightened. <laughs> uh, so it's called Papa. Papa, there is a picture of you in this poem. It is a photo of your face ripped from the album, your face washed, sepia-colored, the color of a cigar stubbed out on a sunset. And this is the only picture of you holding me up. You must have smelt like me, like baby milk, like lips just born. This is the only place you're allowed to be in this poem, Papa. Um, so one of the prizes for the four young poets is that you get to go on an Arvin course and you get to make uh, lots more friends because you get to have conversations with words and poems. And um, one of the things that led me in this journey is I was on the radio last Sunday for the four young poets and this is the poem I read on the radio. It's called The Gorkas. 
In Xanadu, sunless troops of Gorkas bathe, with the cookery smiling, thirsty by their waists. There, soldiers hang their cattle chains high atop the collar pillars and sing those hoarse Himalayan tunes stretching from their far mountain belly, sing songs that clench their yak-milked bones when their war cry filled the trenches. Their throaty echoes rumble through the wreckage of this copper city where the sea slipped on her feet, shook her flesh out of place, leaking fat flames and golden pagodas. Listen, outside a mother runs like boiling rain, holding a little lilac dress, searching the ruins, her footsteps, blood-spouting rhododendrons as she laughs with tears and laughs, her laughter asking, where were you? But this, the heaven that used to touch the earth, is the country the soldiers have returned to. Here, the ink numbers on their chests are shadows jumping on a single spot. Here, the names of children are a cold breath, shivering in their father's tongue, lost like the memories of home, forgotten by the sounds of bullets whistling, of machine heartbeats, and stories of one-handed men catching bombs like picking fruit. Here, they lean back against sea-black stupas as the sepia photo of mountain children giggling float between their ribs here where the gods no longer live neither western nor eastern the Gorkas can you hear them sing thank you wow that has been very 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 powerful, very vivid poetry there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that. Um, so, can we give all of our poets... Oh, Georgie. Oh, sorry, Georgie, you're doing separate. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah, so that's the sort of moment every host must dread, forgetting the last poet, and this one is called Georgie Woodhead. <laughs> Woo! Uh, so, uh... I know everyone else has said it, but I'm going to say it again. Uh, the foil competition closes at the end of this month, so uh, everyone should definitely enter it. Yeah. Um, um, when my uncle stood at the top of the office block roof, he swayed from side to side. Half-glug bottle locked in his burning fingers, his silhouette framed by the black hole of night. Flecks of scornful planets blinked behind his back. The whole world stretched out in front of him like the sides of a fallen down box and his eyes had been opened and stared open as his shoulders shook. His feet stumbled back and forth towards the edge, the lever of his shoes creaking in protest against the gutter. When the bar closed and we were tossed out, left a stroll with our hands shoved in our pockets like tree stumps rooted in earth, we heard his bottle a free fall smash into green teeth on paving slabs. He leaned over his small carnage in the same silence as we did, our mouths open, eyelids pinned apart, necks turned like twisted cloth, and him, with his frown slashed thin, disappointed, eyebrows folded as if he had honestly expected anything different. I'm going to do just two more, and then that'll be the end. Uh, this one is called Collins. Harry Collins was an artist who called himself a father. He was bad jokes and foggy laughs, heavy breaths that wheezed sometimes when words rolled in and out but never touched the air. He was things that he thought better of saying. 
He was thick stubble and baggy jeans like, uh, like sacks, oversized white shirts, scuffed paper trainers. He was toothpicks and dimples, rough skin and fidgeting, a paintbrush dabbed on a brother's nose. He was a grin that faded almost immediately, died on the lips, eyes of china vases and blobs of wobbling ink. Harry Collins was mixing colours and classical music. He was finding it hard to get up and out of bed in the morning. He was yawning, paint palette in hand, like a multicoloured plastic hedgehog and canvases that were never quite right. He was sketches when there were stones to skim. He was concentrating when there was an orange hula hoop stuck in a tree and he was the opening lines of a story that stopped when he shook his head like a bad dream. Amazing, amazing. Guys, can we give our, all our amazing poets from Foyle Young to so the John Maysfield poets a big massive round of applause. Big thank you for their contribution. Well done, well done, well done. Um, but before we close, um, basically I've wrote a little poem. Oh, actually, do you guys like Shakespeare? Yeah, yeah, do we like, okay, so I'm gonna quickly wrap a Shakespeare sonnet, if that's okay, make it a little bit different. Uh, and then I've got a little freestyle poem um, that I've just written as well. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes. So I'm gonna start off first of all with a quick little uh, Shakespeare poem then. Uh, this is called Sonnet 18. I'm gonna wrap it for you. So the first verse is Ye Old English, where it's the, in the original form. Um, and the second verse is like a modern day equivalent of it. So hope you enjoy. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, and summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometimes too hot the eye of heaven shines, and nothing is his gold complexion dimmed. Every fair from fair sometimes declines by chance, or nature's changing course untrimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, nor lose possession of the fair thou owest, nor so death brag thou wanderest in his shade. Within eternal lines to time thou growest, so long as men can breathe, the eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. So long as men can breathe, the eyes can see so long lives this and this gives life to thee this is sunny 18 remixed by curly for 2019 words might change but feelings don't now let me translate what shakespeare wrote shall i compare you to a summer's day for your beauty is more stable baby as we all know the weather likes to change and summertime does not last anyway so if the sun shines sometimes it's too hot or hides behind clouds where it stays dim so its gold complexion gets hard to spot and its beauty sets, I know that sounds grim, but your lovely radiance shall not fade, nor lose the beauty that you possess. Death and decay won't take it away, you'll be safe in his words that I express. So long as men can breathe, the eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. So long as men can breathe, and eyes can see, so long lives this, and this gives life to thee. So there's a quick little Shakespeare poem, Man and Day. Now, there's a reason why I did that. It's because this next poem I just read and it could be totally, totally terrible. So just bear in mind that, uh, that I'm not a bad poet if this goes off right. <laughs> Liability clause and this stuff. All right. <laughs> so, um, yes, so today we had a wonderful start. 
Okay, so we started off with Katie, who began with a lovely poem about piercing darkness with colour. Dreams of the full spectrum to make life that little bit more fuller. Then we had Ben Louise, Akeel and Louis with a message of the impact that might leave a big lump. And they said that truth, tainted by fake news, also smells a bit like a Trump. <laughs> and Trixie mentioned about trap, being trapped in hell, sad stories of soldiers' lives where more war makes widows out of hard-working wives. And Phoebe Power, reflections on Reflections to rely on discussion relationships as a foiled young poet armed with words, you know she's well equipped. Then we had Angie, Ruby, Lily and Bear Virtues, who shared their virtues melody in rhyme, speaking on truth in rhythm and in time. Then we had Victoria Maria, life moments that leave marks and scars, magical ways to express ourselves that help to fulfill our hearts. Then we had Faith, Stranger, in the shadows, deciding someone's fate. Happiness means concluding with acceptance to also avoid hate. Then we had Josh and Ellie Archie, poetic politics and plastics, survival on land and the seas and getting drastic. Lucy, who spoke on uh, wide horizons with words that also focus in. Lucy's surname should be the opposite of thin. Liam and Alex, Saying truth needs watering with hope, with visions and voices that help others to cope. And Frank speaking about politics, uh, then Frank also speaking about youth crime and police statistics, words of wisdom highlighting the realistic. Then we had Angie who stretches the words that help, that need to, then we had Angie stretching the word that can be yelled and whispered, words that soothe when words can also leave boiling blisters. Then we had Mukahang, who is zest of sweet sepia flavours and gestures, vivid accounts of perf personal moments and all those extras. Then we had Georgie, sharing powerful words, well delivered with poignant pauses, giving birth to high expectations of all of these amazing forces. Words from to share with energy, words of protest, words of praise, words from four young poets and John Maysfield that we can all listen to all night and all days. So give yourselves a massive round of applause. So uh, just very thank you. I just want to say thank you all very much again. Thank you very much for all our amazing poets, young and not so old, still young, uh, extra young uh, at the front. Uh, big thank you to Emma Baker, uh, the teacher from John Maysfield that made this all possible, and obviously Chloe as well and all the organisers. Big thank you. And if you want to, you know, obviously offer more words of support, more taps on the back, uh, more photos, sharing, uh, then please do. Uh, thank you very much. My name is Curly. Been wonderful this evening. Thank you. I think we all agree it's been an absolutely amazing event. I've, I've loved it. I've felt that every poem I've heard has been completely distinct and special, and it's been wonderful hearing you perform it. It's been great. And I also think that Curly has been an amazing host and has done such a fabulous job of bringing it together. <laughs> So thank you, John Macefield and Foyle Young Poets, for coming and um, giving us your poems today. So a big round of applause for everyone who's been involved in this day. Woo!